Hey friend, and welcome back to the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I'm talking about how to experience true and lasting freedom in your health journey, whether that's your relationship with food, your perspective of yourself, your body, what's possible. This episode, honestly, (laughs) was really hard to actually create and record. This past week leading up to this episode was full of all sorts of spiritual warfare. I ended up getting sick, like literally had to stay in the bed sick. I was filled with so many negative thoughts and discouragements about my business and how I'm able to juggle everything in my home and with my kids and what am I doing, all this different stuff. I honestly even considered quitting at one point, true story. And I had multiple moments of being in a funk. It was honestly really rough. And then I had this realization. I was like, wait a second. I'm recording an episode on freedom this weekend. I am not going to allow myself to be deterred or discouraged from pouring whatever God has for me to pour into that recording. And honestly, that got me fired up real quick. And I can tell you right now that this episode is good. (laughs) And I can say that confidently because I know that it's Jesus who gave me the words to say and the thoughts that I put into this. And I know, like I am praying all over this. I know that he's the one who's going to meet you in this. And honestly, I'm just so grateful for God's grace and patience, (laughs) seriously, with all that I was thinking and (laughs) doing this past week. He is incredible. And so without further ado, I will go ahead and let you (laughs) dive on into this episode and receive all that you have, all that God has for you in your freedom. Do you find yourself struggling to consistently implement healthy habits? Do you lack energy, confidence, and motivation because of stress, overwhelm, and shame for having not gotten it together by now? Friend, there is hope and grace for your health. Hey, I'm Robin Ryan McDonald, host of the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I'm a follower of Jesus, a wife, a mama of two, and a seminarian turned health coach. And I'm so excited that you're here. I found myself in my early 20s captive to cravings and convenience. 20 pounds heavier, super tired, with a face full of acne. I could not figure out how to maintain healthy habits until I discovered the power of aligning my choices with God's vision. 10 years and two kids later, by the grace of God, I'm still prioritizing my health and feeling amazing. If you are over quick fixes and are ready to feel good in your own skin, then grab a giant water bottle and let's dive on in. In last week's episode, I talked about different unhealthy kinds of relationships with food. My hope with spending time on that is to put words to what you might be experiencing. I've seen these with friends and clients alike, even in my own life. I truly believe We have freedom available to us at any given moment, but we can't live in freedom from something we haven't identified. And honestly, it is to the devil's delight that it remains that way. He wants it to be something that continues to erode at your self-confidence and motivation to pursue a healthy lifestyle that lasts. He has many people convinced that's just how it is for everyone. We all open the freezer when we're having a hard time. And he has even more convinced that they're the only ones who struggle with this and that they are particularly pathetic for not being able to overcome it. And maybe you feel that way. 
If you haven't listened to episode 10 on unhealthy relationships with food, I highly recommend you do because I go further into what some unhealthy relationships with food can look like. But for today, I want to make it really clear what it looks like to walk in freedom in your health, the freedom that is available in Jesus. Now, I'm going after this topic hard because by the end of this episode, I want you to feel clear on what it looks like to partner with God in your health and to get free. That means some of what I say might elicit some tension. You might feel defensive, maybe even shamed. And please know, none of those are my intention. My hope is to bring to the surface what can then be placed at the feet of Jesus, where you can receive grace, mercy, hope, and transformation. Here's the thing. Most people want to be free, but they don't want to do what it takes to get free. We have to look at what we're most disgusted about within ourselves. And we have to admit we've made mistakes. This is not easy to do. And I'm not talking about the negative self-talk that maybe you say when you look in the mirror or when you make a mistake, that's different. What we mean to do is acknowledge that we are responsible for what we do moving forward And we get to take responsibility for what brought us here. Rarely does someone take responsibility in a healthy way. Usually we blame other people or circumstances. We say, oh, well, if this hadn't happened or if so-and-so hadn't done this, then I wouldn't have X, Y, Z. Or we justify why we are where we are. We say, well, of course I'm here because I have this going on. Or, well, it's fine because I'm just whatever it is. Or if someone does take responsibility, it's usually in that super self-shaming, self-flogging kind of way that is just not productive for transformation moving forward. Now, I recognize there are so many factors that go into where someone is in the relationship with food and their health journey. And a big factor can be trauma. And what I'm about to say is a hard truth for many to swallow. Until you take ownership of that trauma and pain, it will continue to have ownership of you. That person, those people, that experience, whatever it is, none of them should dictate whether you get healed and set free moving forward. That choice belongs to you. Freedom from anger, from depression, from anxiety, from bitterness, from unforgiveness, from stress, from fear, from hopelessness, from self-hatred, they all get to go in Jesus' name. Any one of those can and do affect your physical health, not just as a result of the choices we make, but from how our body functions, having those things weighing us down. Your hormones become imbalanced. Your immunity plummets. The weight does add up and then it doesn't come off. It's all tied together. Physical healing cannot be separated from spiritual and emotional healing. It's actually a very Western perspective to compartmentalize ourselves into categories of spiritually healthy and emotionally healthy and physically healthy. The Hebrew understanding of health was holistic, mind, body, soul, all interrelated. Now, coming back to what I said earlier, unless you have identified what has you bound and unless you take ownership of dealing with it, you will remain where you are. And that's just from an emotional and spiritual and mental side of things. There are more food and body specific bondages you may be facing as well, 
which of course, like I just said, they are interrelated. But there are unhealthy relationships with food that I mentioned last week where food is your crutch, food is your source of comfort, your source of happiness, your entertainment, your celebration, your escape. Or for some of us, maybe it's your only place where you feel like you get to choose to do what you want. What does it look like to have freedom from all of this? What is freedom? 2 Corinthians 3.17 says, The Lord is the Spirit. And where the Lord's Spirit is, there is freedom. And then it goes on to say that we are looking at the glory of the Lord, being transformed into his image from glory to glory, all of which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. That's verse 18. Now, I think some of us hear that and think, okay, why would I need to go from glory to glory? Why would there need to be this process if I'm free from overeating or finding my comfort in food? Aren't you either free or not? You're bound or unbound. You're chained or the chains are not there. And I would say that's really only part of it. That's kind of like the first stage to be, to have experienced the freedom from something, which don't get me wrong, is amazing and powerful. And friend, I want every single person who listens to this to encounter the Holy Spirit and to be set free from whatever has a grip on them. Sometimes we experience that full 180 freedom. Other times we taste it and we grow in it over a process. In either case, being freed from is just the beginning because I believe that Jesus came for us to have life and life abundantly, which is John 10, 10. See, so often we get focused on what's got us bound and what we need freedom from that we miss the opportunity to see what we could be doing if we were free. The second part of freedom is freedom to what we are free then to do. And I think this is where it gets convoluted sometimes. If you consider yourself an all or nothing person, it can get even trickier. You know, we think, oh, food freedom. I'm free from restrictions and tracking or doing anything specific around my diet. I don't have any guilt. I just eat whatever I want. I'm free. And maybe that sounds really awesome. I mean, I can certainly see why it does. The problem is this is pseudo freedom. And this is where many of us end up when we try to break free from our food relationship issues. We exchange one kind of unhealthy, excessive tracking and restrictive dieting for another kind of unhealthy, minimal intentionality and continuing unhealthy, harmful eating habits. Freedom isn't doing the latter, but without guilt. The first way of being unhealthy is like the Pharisees. They created laws around the laws to make sure they didn't break the laws. (laughs) They were living for the law. But the second way is like the Gentiles who are worshiping other gods, gods of fertility, war, power, and the like. There was no grounding. You chose a God to worship based on fleshly desires, whatever you felt like you needed in the moment. These were fake, non-existent deities who left their worshipers empty, but wanting more. The true way of freedom, as we know, is with Jesus. The way of having the freedom and ability to choose to eat or do anything, but choosing what nourishes you for your benefit and the benefit of others who are impacted by your well-being. When we look at God's commandments, do we see a list of restricted laws? No, they are paths to freedom in life. 
Love God only. Have no other gods before God. Don't let the name of the, don't take the name of the Lord in vain. Remember Sabbath and keep it holy. Honor your father and mother. Don't kill. Don't commit adultery. Don't steal. Don't lie. Don't covet. Jesus said, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength, which does include physically, (laughs) and to love your neighbor as yourself. Now, can you see how God's laws are actually just paths to fulfillment, peace, and joy? Freedom in your health looks like making healthy choices for your body because you can and you want to. When you're done focusing on what you're trying to break free from, you can focus on what you're free to do in partnership with Jesus, whether that's to increase your energy or to get stronger, learn to cook for your family, have the stamina to hike Yosemite. It's looking gorgeous this year. I've seen, I just saw some reels on it. The water is insane. Or you can go on a backpacking trip as a family. You know, of course, when you've got older kids, but what if your whole family were healthy and strong enough to be able to accomplish this with you? You could volunteer to help a friend move and actually have the strength and energy to lift the heavy boxes and take things up flights of stairs. You could figure out how to create a healthy break room at work. Improve your blood work through a healthy diet that you actually love. The possibilities are endless and they are all possible by the grace of God. As I wrap this up, I want to sum up what I've said so far and leave you with a few things to do to begin digging your freedom well. The first thing I've said a few times now, but honestly, I can't go without saying is to spend time with God and ask him to reveal the areas of your heart he wants to set free. He loves you and he is for you, which means he doesn't want you to remain bound, to be imprisoned to these things that have been challenging you and preventing you from experiencing a free, healthy lifestyle. And hearing those shortcomings, the things that you get to have healed or maybe get to work on and improve or have transformed, it could hurt. And it may not be easy to accept what you hear, but no, it doesn't define you. And Jesus has loved you This entire time, knowing that part of you that you have just discovered and feel so disgusted by or maybe ashamed by, he knows that part better than you do. And again, loves you all the same. In the first part of my 16-week sustainable health transformation program, it's called Evaluate. Now, I have four E's, and that's the first E. Uh, The second E is Equip, followed by Execute and Elevate. And so often, people just want to jump into the Execute phase without really knowing the evaluation portion, what they're dealing with, or having clarity on what it takes to create a healthy lifestyle that lasts, which is the equip phase. And in the equip phase, you really want to make sure that you are getting support for your specific challenges. If you're struggling to overcome impulsive eating and cravings, you're going to want to make sure you know how to put together a satiating meal. Having three satiating low glycemic meals a day makes a big difference biologically in what you crave and whether you feel the need to eat impulsively. Whatever your challenge is, make sure you have an understanding of that challenge of how to heal it, how to create healthy habits around it, and the tools you need to address it in a way that gets at the root issue and leads you into lasting health. Then you can get into the execute phase. And then this is where it's really important to get in community with people who have freedom in this area that you're struggling with, 
whether they've overcome it themselves or there's someone that you've identified who actually has a healthy relationship with food or maybe you admire the way that they view their body or their health or their approach. And with that said, if you haven't already joined the Madewell Mastermind, that's my free Facebook group, that can be a great place to be around others who are on this journey as well. I post regularly in there and I also have years of resources saved into that group. And I'll make sure that the link to that is in the show notes. Execution has so much to do with accountability and community because without those two pieces, consistency, which is ultimately what we need to create true transformation, you have to do something long enough for you to experience transformation, but you're not going to have consistency in those habits unless you've got accountability and you're within a community that is influencing your choices in order for you to actually have lasting transformation. And so, so far, like I said, we've got the evaluation phase, the equip phase in the execution phase. You, like I said, you want to be in in community and have those different components. But then from there, like I said, we want this to last and it's not just freedom from it's freedom to, And that's where the final stage of my 16 week program comes in, which is called elevate, which I mentioned earlier. And that final phase is all about taking the initial transformation that you've experienced and looking toward the future. And so you want to really consider, okay, how can I turn this into a lifestyle? How can this become your new way of life? Because in Jesus, we have infinite growth and transformation. The work is never done. And that's a good and exciting thing. And honestly, I mean, for me personally, I don't want to miss out on the fullness that God has because I'm stuck back at the starting line. And so again, to recap those different things, you want to make sure that you spend time in evaluation. What is it that God is calling you to have healed, to have restored? What What's the root thing underneath these habits? What's behind the behavior? What are the beliefs that are there? What's the trauma, the hurt? Where does Jesus get to come in and bring healing? That's the first thing, evaluation. The second thing is to equip. you got to learn what, what you need to know, what you need to do, why you need to make certain choices or changes so that you're equipped to actually execute something that will last, which then brings us into the execute phase where you're going to do the thing and you got to do it consistently. You need accountability. You need community. You need to set those intentions for yourself and to give yourself a lot of grace because that execution phase, you're doing the thing, but it's not going to be perfect. It's going to be a lot of you two steps forward, one step back, but never giving up on taking those two steps forward. Even if you know you might take that one step back. And lastly, like I just mentioned, that is the elevate phase where you really want to make sure that you are considering how to take whatever transformation you've created and make it last. And you might get to that phase and realize, ah, man, what I've been doing actually doesn't feel sustainable. I've got to make some adjustments. And that's great to realize. It doesn't mean that you have failed. It doesn't mean that the journey, that the journey is over. It actually is a perfect place to be so that you can make sure, again, this is something that will last and you can grow from, you can get stronger, you can experiment more with your your cooking and what meals you create. Maybe you find a better system for meal prepping or cooking for your kids or your family or what you take to work or on vacations. There's so many different things 
that we can do with our energy and our health and our vitality, which at the end of the day is all about having that so we can do what God has called us to do. And speaking of which, what I really think the biggest thing through all of this is that I believe God specifically put on my heart to mention for this episode is we need to spend time in worship of him. When we worship, we begin to see God for how powerful he is. We are filled with his perspective, with hope for what he can do in our struggles and shortcomings. Because so often we're so focused on ourselves. We're focused on what we can't do. We're focused on how far we are from where we want to be. We're so focused on the inability we have or why we can't do what we want to do or what's getting in our way. And let me tell you right now, I'm preaching to the choir with saying these things. (laughs) And when we turn towards God and we worship him, we start realizing that those things don't matter when we have the grace of God on our side. It increases our faith. It creates a space for him to actually work within our hearts. It's what allows us to keep our focus on him. And when we are living in worship of God, We are aware of his presence where true, infinite freedom exists. Friend, I hope that this has been encouraging to you. And if you're hearing this and you want to walk this journey with me and my sustainable health transformation program, I do have several spots that I open up every single month. And I would encourage you to check out the landing page I have at madewellhealth.com forward slash apply and consider applying for this process. Like it is an application process. I would love to work with anybody and everybody, but I do want to make sure that this is a good fit for our community and that this is going to bless you and your unique challenges and whatever you're facing and make sure that we can serve you in that capacity. So if you want to check that out, like I said, the link will be in the show notes. And if this is something that has really impacted you this episode, I do want to want, again, thank you so much for tuning in and encourage you to share it with a friend. If you have a friend, maybe that you've sent memes back and forth about looking into the fridge when you're having a hard time, or you know that there's just, there's an opportunity to take hold of what God has for them. Please share it with them or feel free to post it to your social media. But with that said, I would also love for you to come back next week because I have a really awesome guest who is going to talk more in detail about some practical ways that you can make healthy choices from a place of freedom. I hope to see you then. Thank you so much for listening to the Vision Driven Health Podcast today. I hope this episode inspired you, supported you, and blessed you in some way. And if it did, it would mean the world if you would leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts and share this episode on your social media. The more reviews and shares this gets, the more people can be blessed and encouraged in creating a Jesus-centered, sustainable, healthy lifestyle. Be blessed with hope, joy, and health. I'll see you next week.